Welcome to the Creation Innovation Podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth King. Together, we'll have conversations with incredible human beings who have taken their creative outlet and turned it into something innovative. From people leaving the corporate world to be eight-figure entrepreneurs, to people who have created books, created a family, or just creating to have fun in the world. We are all in a journey to create something amazing in our lives, and I hope that you find some inspiration of your own here. This is the Creation Innovation Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back today. I am really excited for this conversation because I feel like it's so relevant to so many people these days. I have Kristen Shattuck here. She has two decades of experience in the fertility industry. She is a commercial executive and advisor to early stage femtech and women's healthcare companies, including Univ- am I saying this right? Unify, Natera, and Organic mm-hmm. Conceptions. Mission-driven, she shepherds best-in-class products slash technologies to market, giving fertility consumers better outcomes and options for their journey. She is currently the chief commercial officer at Ghostork, which I know you guys have all heard me speak of many, many times. I love Ghostork, and it is such a great resource. And welcome, Kristen. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much. I'm really excited to be with you today. So this word femtech is being put around these days and a lot of people don't even know what that means. So for those of us that are not familiar with that term, can you help us understand what that is? Yes, um, I love that word. I've been steeped in that word for many years and I actually think it means a few different things, especially uh, two sides of a coin. Femtech really is um, technology, biotechnologies, businesses, that are designed with females as consumers uh, for women's needs, um, for women's health. Um, And those categories can really be from investment and finance to um, pregnancy, uh, dealing with a fertility or infertility journey. Um, It can be as simple as, you know, any feminine care products that you're using. It can be, dealing with menopause, all of these categories can kind of be part of what is femtech. And I think that that two sides of the coin is also female leaders leading femtech companies and the entire movement around why women might want women creating products, um, building companies and selling things to them that they buy as a consumer that oftentimes has the the decision-making power and the uh, buying power for their entire families as well as themselves. Yeah, it's funny how I feel like we are migrating more that direction, but in years past, that hasn't always been the case, right? As far as men leading the charge in a lot of these ways, even from the perspective of your medical doctors generally in OB offices and stuff were men until women started to say, you know what, I'd feel more comfortable if if I had a woman doctor or whatnot. And not to take anything away from the man, but at the same time, there is a different aspect of knowing that they, a woman understands and gets the ins and outs and all of the things that go along with any product that we use, whether that's an app on our phone or something we're using for our cycle or whatever it may be. So I think that, you know, I'm all for 
having women lead the lead the path on that but also again not to discount the amazing men that have brought us to where we are today with all the technology and the science and all of the things that go behind that because um god knows i have needed them in my life to get to this point to date as well so um what are some products that you have kind of brought to the market so to speak that we would be familiar with and or ones that you think would be if you're not already you know using these types of apps or whatever you know in this world that we live in today that you think would be helpful for women that are maybe not even on a fertility path but just women in general that are you know trying to take better care of our health I actually, uh, you know, there's a few products and um, really industries that are cropping up now with lots of products for consumers, for female consumers that have nothing to do with me and my professional background. There's an amazing amount of investment and product innovation happening in menopause and focusing on menopause and some of the struggles and challenges that women are going through frequently in silence whether it's at their workplace, whether it's, um, you know, things that are happening with their bodies in the menopause space, that is really important right now. There's also also a plethora of products around tracking your app, your, your cycle on an app or, um, you know, having a better understanding of basic hormones and how those hormones are rising and falling as it pertains to simpler conception, you know, the conception tools and the knowledge to have just to try and have a more effective cycle when you're trying to get pregnant. Um, And, you know, before IVF or before needing other kinds of interventions when you go to the doctor um, to try and have a baby. And, you know, the uh, companies that my personal career has touched, I think one of the ones that you would know the best is from a company that is now really a household name by the name of Natera. And when you're pregnant and you want to know a few things about the health of um, your baby, um, early on, if you just want to know the gender, that was one of the bonuses that came along with non-invasive screening um, to tell you a little bit about your baby. And then also to look at some, you know, um, major health information that you could have about your baby as early as nine to 10 weeks in your pregnancy, making it a little earlier than women that, um, you know, 10 to 15 years before would have gotten a CVS. Um, or would have maybe gotten an amniocentesis, especially if they were an older mom, meaning 35 or older with that pregnancy. So that's one of the companies that I um, have helped. And, um, you know, that's a really important product that came to market. There are many companies that have those kinds of products now, but just about anyone you talk to that's pregnant has one of these kinds of tests. And it's a non-invasive test. So that's been a really important uh, medical breakthrough for women that are pregnant to just know a little bit more about their babies, um, to know at at the minimum, to know the gender if they wish to know it, and to know if there's anything to um, prepare for around um, actually giving birth and which hospital you're choosing and which physician team you're choosing if there's anything that you need to know when your baby is born. Yeah, I know for myself, those three Natera tests that I ended up doing with my three boys, that was a big deal. You know, I can tell you every place that I got the results online where I logged in to see, you know, 
we have another boy, another boy, another boy. <laughs> but really, <laughs> you know, is it healthy? And is there anything that we need to be aware of? And I think that the amazing ability to know so early on, especially for us older moms, is is really so important, especially when you work with people like I do that do have genetic disorders and they are do the, doing the amnews and the CVS tests and all of those kind of more invasive and risky, quite frankly, tests. Um, this is a really great alternative, not alternative, but stepping stone to, to know if you need to go down that other route, I think, if you are assuming everything hopefully is healthy going into it. Um, so we were chatting before we started to record about egg freezing. And, you know, there's such a big, well, I feel like there's been a big buzz for a while, but I've, there's an even bigger spike in it happening with the pandemic and people not being in social atmospheres as much as they were before let's say not meeting people as organically as perhaps years past what are your thoughts on this whole kind of new generation of women that have this this now um i guess more normalcy like it's more it's more common than it when i did it you know i don't even know how long ago 13 15 years ago it really wasn't common at that point and now it just seems like almost for women that are in their 20s and 30s and in their 40s for that matter it's a normal conversation if you're with your girlfriends that happen to be single um to say hey are you doing this and where are you going to freeze your eggs and like having that normal conversation over a cocktail so what are you seeing again in this kind of trend of industry so to speak because i feel like with ghost Orc, you're more aligned with egg donation, sperm donation, things of that world that are happening and the kind of Gen X women now of what that life looks like in regards to egg freezing. Yeah, well, I think that even in speaking about egg freezing in context to femtech and um, in context to women and their careers, whether they're CEOs and they're building companies, um, developing products that are going to help us and our families. Mm -hmm. Or whether um, it's, you know, women that are working in those companies that know that they're going to be working really hard for several years. I think it's amazing. And I think most physicians that I talk to also feel that it's really amazing. There was an initiative probably seven to eight years ago to start getting the information out about egg freezing from the reproductive endocrinologists that deal with infertility and patients that need, you know, real help to conceive a baby and having that information trickle down to the OBGYN and the GYN level, because that's where the young women were for just regular checkups. And so that has finally happened and it's been uh, a real effort for uh, more than half a decade to start the conversation in the OBGYN, GYN office to say, you know, this is a great thing to consider. And millennial women have really, um, heard about this now. We've got advances in the lab, um, excellent progress and techniques with vitrification, which is how you actually freeze the, those eggs so that they're of quality and you can use them later when you come back and you're ready to that clinic. And um, it's a really powerful insurance policy for women so that they can decide how and when to juggle all of the demands that are actually on their plate, which include work, career, uh, going back to school, going to school, you know, um, 
for those that are also in somewhat of a sandwich generation, they may be taking care of parents in some capacity, trying to meet um, the right partner for themselves. And then at some point deciding they're ready to bring children into their life and into their world and being able to control the timing a little bit more uh, as they juggle everything that society asks them to juggle. So I personally am thrilled and I see a stark difference in the opportunities around egg freezing from one generation to another. And I'm really happy um, about the opportunities that millennials have. And um, I think that Generation X women, there wasn't as much messaging. We didn't go to our GYNs and get this discussion um, at a younger time. And many of us um, didn't have the same technology and medicine opportunities. And so, you know, that's one of many, many reasons why Ghost Work exists and why Ghost Work works so hard to connect consumers with egg donors. There are many kinds of consumers out there traveling down many fertility journeys, but we see this as a really important part of um, who and why certain people need an egg donor and what you can do, speaking of femtech, with a technology platform with a technology company that's in women's health. Um, And so excited to tell you a little bit more about that. Yes. So let's dive into Ghost Orc and all the amazingness that it is. I feel like there's so many paths that can lead you to Ghost Orc for different reasons, you know, Um, and I think that's why I love it so much as a resource for people just to go there, check it out, see the different options. And I will let you lead us down this conversation of all the amazingness that it is again. So tell us for those who are not familiar with Ghost Orc, ghostork.com. Can you, yes, let lead us down the path of what that would look like when somebody comes to ghostork.com. Like what, what do they see there? And, and who is it that would be relevant to, to go visit? Right. So I think anyone that's a family builder, uh, plain and simple, if you are a family builder, if you're at the time in your life when you're ready to f- build a family, um, going to com is great. Um, and it's family building category, right? So as you said, so many different kinds of fertility consumer journeys, medical journeys. You might be a same-sex couple. You might be someone that's been given an infertility diagnosis. You may have some genetics in your family, and you're going to be creating embryos and screening embryos for very specific reasons because there's been illness in the family on one side of the family or the other. You may be someone that's dealt with cancer or a health crisis in your past. And that health crisis has robbed you of the ability to somehow use your body, or it's very dangerous to use your body for pregnancy. Um, There are certain hormones like estrogen and progesterone that the body swims in. And so, you know, if you have any women's cancers, that can be a really dangerous thing. Um, And then there's a host of other things such as epilepsy, heart diseases, certain kinds of uh, type one diabetes, where Pregnancy is too hard on the body. It is actually dangerous. And so you would be open to using a surrogate. So there's a lot of different journeys and different people um, that are coming to go store to find um, an egg donor or to find um, a surrogacy agency that has a gestational carrier or um, 
maybe need something a little bit less um, third-party reproductive intensive. They just need to find an IVF clinic. And that is one of the things that we've launched most recently in the last few weeks. We're excited to sort of round out the third-party plus IVF picture for consumers that come to GoStork, where they can also find out a lot about IVF centers. And those IVF centers are where you're doing the egg freezing, right? So uh, back to our conversation about women utilizing egg freezing techniques so that on their time, they can introduce um, motherhood and children into, you know, put that on their plate in in the right time for them. Um, And so I'd love to tell you a little bit more about the IVF centers launch, what it does, what it gives to, um, you know, fertility consumers. Um, Just like our previous products with egg donation and surrogacy, there are a few key features that people can really enjoy by going to GoStork, and um, it's why we encourage everyone to go. Um, You can really sort. um, You can look at a few different businesses. You can match to your needs. We ask a fair amount of questions up front to really understand your age. Do you have a partner? Are you on this journey alone? Um, Certain health care goals that you have out of the journey. Um, you can also look at pricing, which is some has been somewhat unprecedented in yeah, the IVF love, centers area. I love that feature as you know, that was something that they've had with the surrogacy as well, that you could go and you could see, you know, for this, because obviously if you're going down a path of surrogacy, it's a big ticket price, right? And you get to actually see the breakdown of this is how much the surrogate gets. This is how much the attorneys get. This is how much the goes to the clinic, medication, et cetera. And it's so transparent that it really helps you get your head around, okay, this is this is what it looks like. And now same with the, the fertility centers, which I love this too, not only from the pricing perspective, but they also show success rates for you specifically. So it used to be you would, you know, talk to the labs were su- are still such an important part of usually the success rates of a clinic and figuring out what were the success rates of that lab that came out of it. But that was really general. And now GhostStork has, and and correct me, jump in at any time, but you have the ability to go in and say, okay, I'm 39 years old. I'm this, 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 I whatever. And what are the success rates for me specifically? Somebody who looks eats drinks like me that would come out of this clinic. And I think that that is so important because it gives you this view into maybe I'm in the wrong location. Maybe if I live in, you know, Midwest somewhere, maybe I should get on a plane and go to California or New York and be in one of these clinics that have better statistics for people my age and specific to my needs, which as far as I know, there is no other place that can show that breakdown in that way of all the different variables and filters that you guys are able to put on that. Is there any more that I'm missing there that you can share with people? Well, I, I, you, you have done an excellent job of describing um, a really important feature. So yes, there are two other places you could go to get a deluge of data that you do not understand and that half the time those of us in the industry don't even understand. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that GhostStork is doing is breaking down the understanding of success rates or outcome scores to um, live, you know, live birth pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
or, and, and really matching that to each IVF clinic. And those numbers even change on a yearly basis. So you can go to GoStork this year, you can go to GoStork next year and see how that those outcome scores change. We know that two of the most important things for um, a fertility patient is really how much is this going to cost? And at what point do I, at 39, or with my uh, diagnosis coming to this journey, if I have a diagnosis, um, how quickly do I get to a baby? And that's the, the patient-friendly, easy access and information that we're really looking for to, to, to as, a, as a patient, you're looking for it, and then as a business to give that kind of information, to bring down some of the barriers and the confusion around that. So yes, um, those two things you can get at GoStork by looking clinic to clinic and putting all of your information in at the beginning as you register and join GoStork. And we see this as a real, well, we know it's a disruptor type of feature to this industry, right? Or it's, it's an improver uh, feature to the industry so that we can have greater transparency around these two important things that are so important. I was just going to ask, is it, is it general public information for these clinics already? Or is it been something that when you guys approach clinics for that information, is it something that they're, they're not really depending, I guess, on their success rates, not really wanting to provide? Because I know for some of the clinics that, that I had visited when I was going through my own journey, one, like they wouldn't even look at my history of any sort. It was basically looked at how old I was and said, you have to do egg donation, period, end of story. Didn't want to hear anything else about me. But I later learned that's how they kept their success rates high, right? To say we have X amount of live births because they really specialize in that specifically rather than saying, okay, here's somebody who, you know, maybe doesn't want to go down that route yet or isn't ready or whatever, whatever it may be. Do you feel that getting that information, has it been pretty easy to get that information from these clinics? Is it already public information? How does that process work, you know, so that we know that it's actual legit, you know, info that's coming our way? Uh, I would say yes and yes. Uh, okay. Yes, it has been get easy to get that information from clinics. Every clinic that we had worked have worked with, and I would say every clinic that I've worked with in many, many years is very forthcoming about that information. It's pretty much so the most important information to their lab, certainly. And, um, you know, most of the people working in those centers know that that data, that information really, really well. So I've never found it hard to get that information, but you are bringing up a subject in which different protocols and different outlooks on how to treat a person um, with fertility challenges are handled in different clinics. So patients that show up in their 40 um, at one clinic get treated with a certain protocol or a, a, a a particular way of treatment, and they may be treated very differently in another center. And yes, of course, it's going to drive differences in the data, differences in what happens in the lab, and etc. So um, it's important to ask those questions, right, and to be sort of knowledgeable that there's a lot of different ways to treat whatever your diagnosis is, or whatever your situation is, or if you're not dealing with infertility at all, you know, uh, 
the vast majority of same-sex couples, they're not dealing with infertility. They don't have infertility. It's a pro-fertility journey for them in which they're going to use egg donor or they're going to use sperm donor. Maybe they're using some a gestational carrier, right? So those numbers are all different in the data. And just having that conversation with that clinic or with that doctor that you feel really good about. Um, but we feel like it's really helpful for that information to be out there before you even contact the IVF clinic. So helpful. Um, oh my gosh. It's, it's like opens up a whole new world of feeling so empowered before you get even make that phone call to the clinic because you have so much more information going into it. And I, I just love that. And the fact that it's so easy to do on ghostork.com, it, it's mind blowing to me. Every time I see the site and I get like a new uh, update of whatever you guys are all doing, it just, I get so giddy and excited because it is so cool to be able to, to know that people that are now approaching this journey have it in basically handed to them on a platter of like, here's the step-by-step of how to start. Here's some background information of whatever it is that you need, whether that's again, egg donation, sperm donation, surrogacy, clinics, whatnot. And you can actually talk to a live person from ghost work to help navigate the process. If you're, if you're thinking, I don't even know where to go from this, which is another just over the top experience. I think that is so amazing that they offer. Yeah, thank you. We've worked really hard to sort of curate the journey in a common sense way so that fertility consumers all over the world, including the United States, um, can come and look and really start to wrap their heads around where do I start? It can be so overwhelming, all of the information. Um, You've got three very separate parts if you need a whole bunch of third-party um, reproduction plus IVF, right? If you um, just need a good IVF clinic, it's really helpful to know what's local. And as you mentioned earlier, um, are the success rates better for your age elsewhere or are the prices better mm-hmm. um, for what you need? You know, if you, or are you looking for a kind of package where you can get two or three cycles as sort of a guarantee that hopefully you'll have a baby at the end? And there's a clinic with a really good price and, you know, good outcomes. And you say, it's really worth it for me to go to California, to Idaho, to Connecticut, to, you know, Florida, to wherever. Mm -hmm. Um, So understanding that for as long as this continues to be an out-of-pocket paying expense in medicine, you know, that we need the ability to go to places where there's good outcomes. And good pricing. And across the board, we have actually seen uh, fertility treatment pricing really coming down and finding kind of a baseline that's much more affordable than it was, um, you know, five and 10 years ago. So that's really good news for people that are freezing their eggs, for people that need to go through a cycle of IVF. But to have the actual details and to be able to um, look at different clinics in different parts of the country um, at your fingertips is a wonderful thing that Ghost Work is bringing to people needing to start treatment at one of those IVF clinics. Yes. And I love that because we, to your point, I have seen so many and even heard it on the radio ads for guaranteed IVF, you know, whatever. And it, it almost makes it seem too good to be true. Right. And with 
the ability to look up these clinics and you know verify what lab are they using what are is it just marketing that they're saying this because it's really easy to get sucked in when you're on this emotional path whether it's for health reasons or infertility you know diagnosis or whatever it may be so i just caution because there there is so many that are popping up and there are so many people that are dropping their prices still do your research still do your due diligence to make sure that if, if you do get into a situation with them because the prices are very alluring now i mean it it shocks i saw one price yesterday i couldn't believe it but at the same time we also want to make sure what's the background there what labs are they using what are their success rates right because this is your future you know we don't want to you know as much as we want to save money because most of us are paying for it out of pocket we also don't want to take it lightly and just go with the next person that just opened a clinic on the corner even though they may not have the experience or lab backing them that's going to really make the difference for you so i just want to caution with that because i i don't want to to make people think oh you're debbie downer in this way it's just there is so much coming up right now infertility is not going away i am so grateful that it is becoming a more normal conversation and that people are having this awareness but at the same time we also need to be cautious because Unfortunately, people can take advantage of uh, situations where it's very emotional, I guess, for lack of a better term. Absolutely. We know that the, the healthcare consumer here is in a, a vulnerable place. Whatever got you to this place where you're just trying to grow your family now, whatever your history is that brings you here, it's vulner it, there's vulnerability there and it can be quite a roller coaster even when things are going great for you with you know building your family and one of the things that you can also do at ghost stork um vis-a-vis pricing is you can really look at what's included in that price so sort of an itemized list that includes the things that you're going to need to get through a basic cycle. When you go to Ghost Work and you look at an IVF clinic, it's mandated to come onto the site with all of our partnerships that they have to include everything that's needed for a basic cycle. So that even includes things like medication. Now, the medication is a range of pricing, and we can't know what every individual is, is going to need, how much medication they will need, which will cause that price to fluctuate. Um, but it does include some itemized important things like routine hormone panel testing, you know, um, ultrasounds that are going to be needed. If you've ever been through the IVF process, you know, you're going to need um, a retrieval and then you're going to need a transfer or you don't actually have a full IVF cycle. So there are other ways in which we're trying to really educate the consumer so that they know apples to apples how much this will cost. And we also do that for the benefit of all of our healthcare partners, all of the IVF clinics out there where it's really helpful to them. What is the IVF center's desire to get the patient pregnant? That is their, that is what they open their doors and do all day long. And that's actually their deepest desire. If you aren't prepared to pay the price for a basic cycle, they can't move you into treatment, right? So this is sort of um, two sides of looking at how ghost work facilitates the education, the conversation, so that um, the consumer is matched with the right IVF center or the right egg donor agency that has the egg donor you're looking for or the right 
uh, surrogacy agency that has the gestational carrier that you need um, is, is to really focus on these important things and understanding what's going to be included so that you show up to that business ready to move into treatment, which is our hope for every single person. It is our hope that this brings down barriers, that this disruption or improvement in transparency helps people save so much time, so much money, and some emotional distraught too, because it can be so exhausting piecing together the journey. Absolutely. And just kind of understanding how the process works. There's so many great FAQs on ghostork.com. If you are starting from the beginning and you literally don't even know where to start, start there. Start reading the, the blogs, the FAQs that are there and just understand some of the differences and, and what it all means. Because it is like learning a whole new language when you're getting into this world of fertility and and the path of parenthood from an alternative perspective if you're not going down a natural um, way of conception. Also, I know even on my team, I have two people that have actually decided to freeze their eggs based on working out with myself over the past years of realizing that so many people are in need of eggs out there. We need young, healthy eggs donated. So if you are listening and you know somebody who maybe is knows for sure that they don't want to have children, but would be open to doing that, I think knowing that there are so many aspects now, sperm donation as well, that you can get involved, even if it's in a quote unquote passive way, which obviously egg donation itself is more intense than you would think, because you actually do need to go through injections and hormones and all of that thing. But so rewarding to be able to pass that on to somebody else, again, who is not able to have their own children for whatever reason that may be. So if you're listening and it's something that you may be interested in, con contact me. I'm happy to put you in you know, direction of where you can get more information around that. But it's definitely a conversation that wasn't being had years ago. And I'm happy to say that all of this, whether you're deciding to freeze your own eggs to to donate and or have for later because you're building your business or whatever it may be. I think it's all great options to have. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. And, you know, I would also just say any of your listeners that are listening today and watching, they can also go to Ghost Work immediately, use a chat function, use um, email and tap into our free concierge. We have a concierge team that is there to take a free complimentary concierge call with them, more than one, guide them through the GhostWork site, answer a lot of questions that they have from the knowledge we have out of our, you know, libraries of information and blogs and so forth. It, 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 we encourage anyone, please use the free concierge because it's there for you and we're really, truly trying to help all, you know, intended parents and fertility patients um, start their journey. It's, it really is such a great, a great tool for everybody. So thank you for being here, Kristen. And Thanks. I can't wait to see what else Ghost Orc has in store for our future for everyone. Thank you. This was really lovely to talk to you. Thank you for your time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Creation Innovation Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Spotify for free episodes and subscribe to the Creation Innovation Podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you choose to get your podcast. 
Don't forget to rate and review the podcast wherever you're listening for a chance to receive a special gift. Yes, we actually do send out gifts. It's my favorite thing to do. So visit us at elizabethking.com backslash creation innovation for more information on how to enter. Every review counts and we are so grateful. You can follow me at the official Elizabeth King on Instagram or TikTok. Until next time.